You have arrived at your destination. Hey, Jay, if you were a mutant, what kind of mutant would you be? I would be a mutant frog. Frog? Frog. Okay. Frog. 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 All right. <laughs> what about you? Uh, the correct answer is a corgi. But <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> well, that or a pangolin, because a pangolin would be pretty dope. A so pangolin would be pretty dope. It'd be pretty dope. You know, they got those, they got armor. You know? They got long tongues. Yeah, long tongues. They got you armor. Stick it know? out of people. It's basically like a, a, they're basically like a tank version of an anteater. So, yes. You know, and they have really cool scales. They so. do have really cool scales. Yeah. So they're also very friendly. Yes. And that's the correct answer. Or a capybara. Which Someone is in are, this show. Yeah, it's in this show. <laughs> so I forgot he was a capybara actually until I rewatched like it. One. No, it was like a gopher, and that's the joke. So, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we're talking about, Jay. We're talking Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles season one this week on Animation Destination. Everybody, welcome to the Animation Destination Podcast, Animation Celebration Podcast. I'm your host, Resident Cartoon Junkie, Brandon Jones, and I'm here with Jay Rice. Hello, everyone. And Jay, you finally watched Rise of the TMNT. I did. It was amazing. I love it. Oh uh, my god, so good. None of my turtle friends like this show. Why not? I, I, I understand why, but they're wrong. They're wrong. They're wrong. They're they very need wrong. to watch it. They need to watch it. At, you know, like because again, like uh, I will, I will. We'll do the whole elephant in the room thing right here. This show was probably the first non-huge success TMNT ever experienced. Which I don't, I don't understand. It's a shame. It's it deserves it. Absolute shame, because it deserves it. I guess the, the animated movie in 2011 wasn't a big hit either. No. Uh, but it was like, it was enough that it wasn't a failure. Yes. Uh, but it was also like Nickelodeon had just bought the property. Mm -hmm. So like, they were already going to take it in a direction anyway. Exactly. So. Which I don't understand that one, because I liked that movie. Oh, yeah. It was a yeah. good TMNT movie. Most most people do. Most yeah. people do enjoy it. Uh, it just like it, it's it's just a weird like time for that to come out, mm -hmm. and the fact that it's own, it's its own contained thing, but has elements of the yeah. series in it's, it. You know, it's got so, enough familiar things. Yeah, to where other people can just like dive in and right. enjoy it. Right, but you know, there's like the hist They have like a history with Karai, but it's like they don't explain that history at all. Nope. People who know the show yes. understand that history, but you know, it's it, it's interesting. So, uh, but. I understand, like, fans of the old or fans of, like, the show that just came out, the 2012 show. Yeah. Like, that was a that was a very big love letter to the original and mm -hmm. was a good update, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So I understand that because I have that problem with, uh, you know, Thundercats Roar. Mm -hmm. Like, the people, ah, it's just a kid's show. Who cares? Yeah, but, like, they had a great show in it, 2011. Yes. And it got canceled, and now we have this. It, at one point, meant something so much to the people who loved it. Yeah. And, and now it's trash. And now it's made by a guy who laughed at the DVDs when he was a kid and now is, like, basically making fun of the show that you enjoy. Yes. That's my problem with, with, with Thundercats Roar. But 
I can understand like looking at something and something being so different mm-hmm. that it turns you off to the thing you really like. And I can and I see why people uh, look at Rise and feel that way. Yes, because from the first looks of it, it does have that feel of yeah. like a Thundercats roar or a yeah. Teen Titans Go esque yeah. show. Like it's not going to take this content seriously. Yeah. It's going to poke fun of it too much. And it doesn't. It do- no, <laughs> it, it doesn't. pokes fun the right amount. Yes, it, it it does poke fun at the idea of things, but like the fr- like it will get into it. Uh, the, the the first scene I think sets you up pretty perfectly yes. for what the show is. Um, but I, I don't know. Like like again, like I understand like people, especially Splinter, because Splinter mm-hmm. has never been portrayed this way. No, ever. Um, and. That triggered, oh. it triggered me a little bit. Yes. I was like, I don't like the splinter every, for the every, longest time. Every time he was on screen. Yeah. Oh, I just, I was like, yeah. I wanted to just look away. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you stick with it, mm-hmm. there's a through line with this. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> well worth it. And, and we won't get into that too much this time because it really ramps up in season two. Oh, okay. But we're only talking about season one. Like, it, it, it really ramps up in season two. So, with, I've only spoilers. seen season one. Yes. Because so. that... That for right for the time that we are recording this right now is the only thing that's available on Netflix is season one and the yes. movie. Uh, so and people seem to respond to the movie very well. Uh, yes, because I think they like they realize they're able to do the dramatic stuff along with the mm. comedy and the whole like. Boy, do they just yeah. start start it running on yeah. the dramatic stuff in the movie? Exactly, <laughs> yeah, and and the through line of them being you know you know them being brothers that's like the through line of the whole. This show never loses its heart for what the TMNT no. are. No, and that's what I think people miss mm-hmm. when they do it, and and I think that they just see like the juvenile humor that happens in it. Yes, and I would argue it's funnier than most other humor in TMNT shows. Yes, that's just me. I think the timing's better. I think the voice acting is better suited for comedy. Oh, absolutely. Because uh, Ben Schwartz is hilarious, regardless oh, of what he he's says. He's perfect. <laughs> like, ben Schwartz is great. He's he's a terrible Leo, quote yes. unquote, but it's a different Leo. It's a and different you, Leo. You have to get a. Yeah. So what I always try to tell people is like, if you don't enjoy the show, just remember that the multiverse mm-hmm. is canon in TMNT. Yes, they even go into it in the 2012 <laughs> one. Yeah, the 2012 they, one. They go into yeah. like three. Was it three different ones? Yeah, they go to like three different ones. The Turtles Forever cartoon in the 2013 and the 2003 one mm-hmm. that caps off with Turtles Forever, which is a big homage to the multiverse of TMNT properties, which, and it's like. So you can just view this one as another separate thing. Yeah. And that's fine. You can like it for its own individual universe. Exactly. And and, and that that's what I that's what I try to tell people to get into it. And it's not always gonna work. People are just gonna have their opinions about it. That's oh, fine. Yes. But I think everyone should give this show a shot. Absolutely. because uh, it's it's beautifully animated. It's it's wonderfully scripted it, it's mm-hmm. it, I, I i love this show i think it's awesome it they respect the characters yeah. in a, in their own unique way yes 100 percent. and and they're, they're just unique it's just a unique way of looking at the story also, the same story oddly enough they kind of go into some unique adventures that yes. a lot of the previous incarnations mm-hmm. never really would have dreamed of touching on no no because there wasn't there was one season of the 2003 that Dealt with magic. Yes. Uh, and that was a good season. Mm-hmm. Uh, it never got aired on TV until later, though, which was odd. Oh, really? Yeah, it got aired on like Disney XD, but it did not get... Or Nickel- Nicktoons, sorry, because Nickelodeon Nicktoons. bought them. Yeah. Uh, it got aired on Nicktoons Network, and that's the first time it was ever aired on TV. Because huh. the original run, they just skipped that season. 
I didn't know that. <laughs> and there was a whole that's thing weird. about there was a whole thing about them like gaining mystic powers and fighting like a mystic shredder and stuff. And that's probably why I don't yeah. remember it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and and it, it it came on later. They showed it later. So, huh, yeah. that's very neat. Ah, but, but we'll get into TMNT. Uh, as uh, first off, we have our animation recommendation, uh, which I'm just going to go ahead and say, because I just told you about it, Emirichu on YouTube. Emirichu. Uh, M-E-I-R-I-C-H-U. Emirichu. Uh, she's uh, Emily, and she uh, does little uh, story time animations, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, she has a very cute style. Very wholesome. Very wholesome, cute style of, of animation. Uh, and she has cute little stories, and she's living in Japan now and doing a bunch of Japan-style vlogs that mix with, like, her animation style. Mm-hmm. And it's really fun, and I like it. And she's, you know, it's like a Jaden, you know? It's like yeah. Jaden Animations. Not good, not as good as Jaden. Jaden has the best Storytime channel right now. Jaden will like, always have a, a yeah. good spot in our hearts. It's funny to, it was funny to watch Jaden build to that point, because, mm-hmm. like, Odd Ones Out was always, like, the top, like, YouTube Storytime channel yeah. for, for most people, especially for me. But Jaden, like, she has, like, escalated. She's the tops for me now. And she and she grew to that point. Mm-hmm. Like, she was very, like, you know, like, oh, yeah, she's another one of them. Yeah. And now her her story times are, like, the best. Because oh, she incorporated Let's Plays along with it, which mm-hmm. I think is brilliant. So Yeah, I always yeah. look forward to Jaden. Yeah. If she ever ha- posts anything new, that's yeah. what I'm watching. 100%. And she does the weird Pokemon game stuff. Oh, and, like, I love, I love, I love the that. Pokemon ones. Yeah. Those are my favorites so po- far. The Pokemon Nuzlocks and the yes. weird Pokemon games that she's played. Like, Honestly... Honestly, I've cried to the Pokemon Nuzlocke. The, yeah, <laughs> they do it very. They do it very hilariously, and um, uh, I love one of my favorite ones is Pokemon is uh, is uh, Pokemon Rangers. Mm-hmm. I've never played that game, yeah. but that's one of my favorite videos she's ever done. That, like, was, that good. was great. But Emi Richu, uh, yes. she does great story times. Uh, there's one that's like really heartfelt that that that, that works really well. Uh, where she talks about her uh, Korean, her Korean American heritage, mm-hmm. and how it was like kind of like an identity thing for her when she was growing up. It's a very good episode. Nice. Uh, for, and uh, there's that, and then there's ones where she just argues with her boyfriend about um, <laughs> about uh, 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 romance animes and yeah. stuff because she loves romance animes. Sweet. And there's there's one that there's one that she likes that I really like too. Mm-hmm. I don't watch too many romance animes, but there is one that I watch. Which one's that? Uh, it's like my first girlfriend or something, yeah. or something, and it's a cute little anime. And I watched like 13 episodes of it, and I like it. And she was, and and she was like S tier, it's the best one. And like and like both guys in the panel was like, yeah, it's like a D. It's like a D. And she's like so so upset, so angry about it. She has, I will say this, she has the most hilarious scream. In oh really? All of YouTube, because she'll do some <laughs> let's plays on other channels too, and like they'll do like horror games. Yeah. And when she screams like mm-hmm. in the it's the most legitimate. Like she is not playing this up for camera. It, it, it's the most blood curdling, melodic, like scream you've ever heard. It's hilarious. I got to show you a clip oh, of it. Pr- yes, it's please. so funny. Like <laughs> she has the best scream on the internet. It's hysterical. Oh, um, I love it. Uh, so yeah, m- more. Go watch Emmy Richu. She has millions of views. She doesn't. Like, this is a piddly little podcast. But if anyone <laughs> out there has not heard of Emmy Richu, go check out Emmy Richu's channel. She deserves it. She deserves it. It's a lot of fun. It's great. She's got merch. It's all cutesy, adorable. Of course. Japanese legging, legging socks and yeah. kitties and stuff. Little, it's adorable. Little cat paws on yeah. the toes, maybe. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly that. It's like little little cat ears at the top of the socks, you know, stuff like that. Perfectly so, adorable. Adorable stuff. She's great. She just moved to Japan and doing Japan vlogs. Yeah, yeah, so good stuff. Good stuff. Go watch it. Jay, it's time for Toon News. Toon News. Toon News, where we talk about news about tunes. That's how that works. 
Um, what do we got for the news today? Uh, Zagtoons, uh, responsible for Miraculous Ladybug and yeah. uh, other such shows, um, uh, have have launched their on launched the first look at their online or their uh, streaming service. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, uh, nice. st- well, not streaming service, streaming service content that's going to go straight to streaming services. Okay, uh, they're not they're not opening their own streaming service. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> that, that that model's that's, kind of that's dying. That's all we need. That model's kind of dying out. They're just going to go to like the the top ones, I think. So, Good. Uh, but they have a few uh, pictures of uh, Ferion, which is the new uh, uh, character from that. There's also mm-hmm. some other superheroes that are going to be joining into that. It's mm-hmm. called Zagtoon Heroes. That's the division that's happening. And they finally announced it releasing. Ferion has been in the works for like seven years since mm-hmm. like Miraculous was announced. So uh, since Miraculous Ladybug was announced. But uh, yeah, uh, spelled fairy on, so fairy on. But um, yeah, it looks cool. Um, I, I, I like the designs of these shows. I don't think Miraculous Ladybug is the most spectacular show of all time by any stretch. No, but it's fun. It's fine. It's cute. Um, uh, I can think I prefer it in French, actually, oh, really? as opposed to English. Like, I think the voice actors are better in French. <laughs> like, Interesting. Uh, the dub is not bad by any stretch, but I think the voices are actually actually work better in French. Um, but again, it's it's fine. It's more of like a, a cutesy romance superhero mm-hmm. thing more than a superhero thing. Yeah. So um, it, it'll be interesting to see what these other shows do. So I'm curious about it. The pictures online for Ferion look really yep. good. They it's kind of cool. like a superhero Rapunzel type thing. Yes, very, yeah. very superhero Rapunzel. Yes. Uh, she's got the, the, the flowy hair and like the use them as whips and stuff like yes. that. So, yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Uh, so... Muppet Babies is in a bunch of lawsuit nonsense. What? <laughs> so the new Mupp- re- the new reboot of Muppet Babies that came on Disney Plus, which I forgot about. I didn't know existed. Uh, yeah, apparently they used the licensing from characters that the guy who created the show has uh, copyright over, oh. and not Disney. Really? So, yeah, Disney actually is losing a lawsuit. <laughs> like, That's Which impressive. is shocking. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, because the judge has denied the request to dismiss, dismiss the Muppet Babies lawsuit. Uh, state, wow. Because the judge found, like, no, you use stuff that he owns. <laughs> so that, uh, it's moving to trial. That is impressive. It will likely move to settlement before it moves to trial. Oh, because I'm sure. Disney is not going to want to go to trial no. with Discovery and stuff like that. So, yeah. Because uh, I guarantee there's an email somewhere out there like, well, doesn't this guy own that? Yeah, that's fine. Doesn't matter. You know, like there's got to be an email that there, like, someone easily. brought that up. So. Yes. And they were just like, nah, it'll be fine. Just put it out, you know. Uh, so they were, they're not going to want it to go to Discovery. No, there's gonna they'll, be a, they'll settle. There'll be a settlement. But, uh, yeah, uh, just just it's fun when the when the. <laughs> like so, I, I don't hate Disney like most like a lot of people do, but like it's fun when the big corporate thing oh, actually absolutely. gets a slap. I, you know? I will cheer the little guy yeah. on every and time. Everybody deserves a slap every now and then. Yes. You know, it's like, you know, I, I like I, th- I think Disney deserves a couple slaps. A couple slaps. <laughs> let's be fair. I like Disney, I like the stuff they put out, but they're they've done some jerky things and because yes. it's a corporation, there's jerks involved and there's yeah. nice people involved, so Things it's always are, the case. It's always the case. It's going to be gray areas here and yes. there. So I, I you know, so there you, you, go. you appreciate when when that happens. Yeah, exactly. You, you, the, the the little guy gets a little <laughs> gets a little slap back on the on the on the house of mouse. You know, Mickey gets a little <laughs> Mickey gets a little bit. 
another one. This was going to be my animation recommendation, uh, but, you know, people have probably seen it already. Lupin versus Cat's Eye Ooh, trailer. So, I haven't heard of that. Yes. So Lupin is getting a new movie, um, and it's a crossover with Cat's Eye. I don't know if you know what Cat's Eye is. I do not know Cat's Eye. Cat's Eye is a 90s anime, late, late 80s, early 90s, that kind of shares the same universe as City Hunter. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched City Hunter at all. I have not. Okay. Those but I'm still two, curious. Two great 80s slash 90s animes, by the way. Yes. Um, well, City Hunter's great. Cat's Eye is fine. <laughs> That's my personal opinion. <laughs> uh, but it basically, it's about three cat uh, three uh, uh, cat, cat burglars, three yeah. girls who like, yes, that. Basically, uh, 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 totally spies. Uh, okay. <laughs> except, yes. except, they're, except they're thieves. Um, and, I can know, respect that. Yeah, exactly. And it's a, it's a fine little show. I like it very much. It's just not up to like... City Hunter level. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, so Three Thieves versus Lupin and Lupin versus Cat's Eye. The trailer's out. It looks pretty cool. It's CG animated. Um, yeah, but, you know, it's that kind of like that cell shaded CG style or whatever. But that stuff has proven that it can be interesting now. Exactly. It's, it's I not enjoyed a, Lupin the first. Yeah, which that that was like super well done CG animation. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. This is that, that cell shaded kind of that looks like. Oh. But. Again, that's proven it can look good too. Yeah. So like with uh, I'll give it a shot. Land of the Lustrous. I don't ever watch that show. That's a great example of, of that style of animation, that that CG that. animation and stuff. But it's pretty cool. Um, it looks great. I can't wait for it mm-hmm. uh, because I love Lupin. Doesn't matter what the animation. Is. You give me more Lupin, I'm down with it. Lupin's always good. More Lupin the third. Love love some Lupin. Love Lupin. Uh, teaser trailer for Mystery of Aravos season four, Prince. Prince Dragon Prince. Oh yes, season four, Dragon Prince, Mister Baravos. Season four teaser trailer is out. We finally get to see Ezrin. Yes, and he's older. So he's which, he's, which, he's has some age on him. He's now. got some age. Two years. It was he's had a growth spurt in two years. Yes, so. <laughs> you, grew, you grew up in your lot in your teenage years. You do it right right between that right right when you're getting into that uh, that that time. So what is he ten in the thing? So no, what is it? What is he? No, he had to be like thirteen, fourteen in the original. Yeah, was he? he was, I thought he was like he was a teenager. I thought he was like ten. He was a tiny kid. Ezrin, the kid. Oh, Ezrin, yeah. Ezrin, yes. Ezrin was yeah. 10. Ezrin yes. was 10, yeah. So he's like 12 now. Yeah, and he, he, was, like grew he, was like 12. he He grew up a lot. He grew up a lot, yes. He grew up a lot, which I guess that is your growth spurt. Because yeah, that's true. I just hung out with a couple of cousins that were 12, and I'm like, you guys are 12? Um, so tall. And, and like, they're like as tall as me. I'm like, yeah. good God. So it does happen. So <laughs> some, They're putting something in the food. Exactly. Yeah. So, But yeah, he's, he's he's should be about 12 now, I think. So. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, no, no, like, no visual, no... Uh, speaking roles it's all mm-hmm. you know flash montage stuff uh but i'm down with the man can't wait more more dragon need more dragon prince in my life more dagron prince i have the i have the rpg we should play it sometime yes we should, so we should absolutely we should play the rpg i forgot they, were, they came out with one yeah i bought two apparently i think they maybe gave mm-hmm. an extra one just for posterity or i might have ordered two <laughs> I, or i might have just ordered two accidentally i don't know Could but be. Uh, but i have two hardcover rpg things of it mm-hmm. i can i can lend you one if you want to make happily a, take, I'll, I'll spend an entire weekend reading it <laughs> right if you want to make a character the system's pretty cool i like oh, okay. it i like it so so that will be uh pretty fun we we'll, should watch we'll it. play it to build up to the new season we should play it and we should stream it because i only know of internet content anymore and i want to make things but anyway <laughs> uh yes but dragon prince boom it's out go Absolutely. watch the trailer and it's coming november 5th so one more month and we've got it. We're yes. close to one month. One month yeah, and a week. That's, that's nothing. Month and a week. So I've month, had so many month and weeks in my life. It's true. It, it, time goes by far too. <laughs> time goes by far too quickly, and and then then we're at it. So Jay, <gasps> it's time now 
for our ad break of the week. Go listen to this ad break. Hey, hey, folks, it's Julian here, the host of the What's In My Head podcast, a podcast where I chat animation and pop culture with the industry's finest. I've had guests like Craig McCracken, the father of the Powerpuff Girls and Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, as well as Billy West, the voice of Philip J. Fry, and Dr. Zoidberg from Futurama, not to mention Ren and Stimpy. I've also had all three of the Ed, Ed, and Eddie voice actors on from Cartoon Network's longest-running show, at least for now, and so many other amazing and wonderful folks. So check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on all social media platforms to see who we've got coming up next and to submit a fan question. And that's it and my head pod. So sit back, spark a joint, and follow me as I bring you a piece of your childhood each and every week. Now back to the show. And we're back from that ad break. And it's time, Jay, as I said before, the ad break. It's time. For our topic of the day, which is Rise of the TMNT Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Team Mad Dogs. Team Mad Dogs. <laughs> Mad Dogs. Yeah. Uh, or the that. like mutant teenage. Teenage. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll figure it out. We'll workshop it. <laughs> I love the Mad Dogs joke through the whole show. because like The whole time. Because I thought that, because like when I saw the first episode and enjoyed it, like because yes. like, uh, I basically just was like, I'm going to enjoy this for what it is. I don't need to, you know. Yeah. Like, and when I watched that, I thought the Mad Dogs thing was going to just be a one-off joke. I was like, yeah. that's pretty funny, because they didn't call themselves Teenage Mutant Turtles. <laughs> they called themselves the Mad And he just keeps talking, Mad Dogs! Mad Dogs! Step up! Yes. Like, that's so funny. I love the fact that it keeps it going. <laughs> uh, Ralph is the best hype man yeah. in the whole season. Raph is great. He's love, great. Love Raph. Raph. Um, love Raph. And th- th- that's, that's the weird thing about this season. So... Basically, what this show is—it's a reboot of TMNT, yes. uh, a new telling of the story. But it's how they uh, rise. Yes, it's how they rise. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the, to Mystic Mayhem, the first episode, which is free on YouTube, you can go watch it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't have a Netflix account, you can go watch Mystic Mayhem. It's on YouTube. Boom! All, all easy to hour. watch. Easy to watch. If you want to give this show a shot, um, uh, introduces all the characters in a very unique way. Yes. Uh, you have this like rooftop criminal organization looking thing <laughs> where like they're all like, you know, it's like this, stu- by the way, Flying Bark. Can I just talk about Flying Bark first? Flying actually, Bark? The studio that does it. Oh, yes. Is the best studio out there right now? Yes. I'd buy. Absolutely. By any stretch of the imagination, they are the best studio. Um, I love everything they do. Uh, even if the show is like okay, the animation is top tier. It looks different. It looks unique. Yes. Uh, they uh, they do Rise of the Team and T. They did Lego Monkey Kid, which oh, is they did Lego Monkey Kid, which is now available really? uh, on Amazon Video. You can buy episodes on Amazon Video right yes. now. So, th- and I think first season might be available on Amazon Prime. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, but uh, they did they did Monkey Kid. A Lego Monkey Kid. They do Glitch Techs, which is on Netflix as well, ah, uh, which is a very uniquely done show. Uh, and coming up, they're going. They they did the animation for. Uh, yeah, they did some other. Man, yeah, they did some other animation for. Uh, uh, what uh, if the What If Marvel What If? Mm-hmm. Uh, they did, they weren't the main animators for that, but they did some animation for it. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, like the the and but right now they are doing the animation for. Moon Girl Devil Dinosaur, Ooh. which is the most unique looking cartoon yes. I've seen in a long time. I'm so excited for And it. I am stoked for that show. It's like, going to be great. I never, I don't 
care about that comic. I never cared about like that, you know, that, that I've, whole thing. I've read a few of them. Yeah, it, it was like one of the ones of that all new, all different that was like fine. Yes. You know, it, it was, it was like perfectly, perfectly, you know, doable or whatever. Yes. This cartoon looks so unique and so fun and so energetic that I am stoked and I yes. know it's going to look good. It's going to have great physical timing. It's going to have all the stuff that Lego Monkey Kid and Rise of Demon T have. Yes. And I can't wait for it. Flying Bark is the best studio maybe other than other than Trigger fight me. <laughs> Absolutely. Like fight. Me. They're giving Trigger yeah. some competition though. Yeah, yeah. The action scenes it's true. in this oh, show. 100%. You can tell, well, it's funny you say that. Yes. Cuz there's a few sh- like the I don't want to spoil things. There are homages to a lot of Trigger's work in Rise and in Monkey Kid. I believe a it. lot of it, like I a lot, and uh, yeah, it, it's very well, obvious. You can obvi- you can tell just from from the first scene, mm-hmm. like how the camera follows the characters yeah. and yeah. follows like just the limbs of their bodies moving yeah. in dynamic ways. Yeah, that alone will show you, yeah. like you can recognize Trigger's influence. Yeah, the that. the way they do motion is like I have like a list of shows that I would lo- want them to do. Yes, like they have that like uh, uh, the, the, I don't know how the new. Sonic cartoon is going to be. It seems like Sonic's on like a, an upward trend of content because people are enjoying the movies. So like, I don't understand why. But, they're you know. fine. Like they're uh, they're fine. Like I, I, I think enjoy that. <laughs> I think people just like Ben Schwartz and yes. the fact that they upgraded the look to not be that abomination that was fair, there. Fair. So they gave it like oh like fa- fans are more forgiving of it because oh they listened and they yes. fixed a thing yes. that was objectively horrible <laughs> like because i share people like like people say, it's a problem that fans direct that no it's not no it's not because you saw what it was <laughs> it was like, horrible it is so much better now <laughs> it is so much better that they got tyson hess to redesign that oh so, thank god uh yeah so but i think those movies are fine people i think raise them up to be a little bit more than they mm-hmm. are but i think it's just because they're passable and they're a video game movie yeah so it's like you know, like it's I'll, not objective garbage. I'll, I'll give them that much credit. Yeah, they're a video game movie that I was able to sit there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You got to see the whole thing, right? I, I watched the whole you, thing. And it was you, like, okay, you didn't walk it was tolerable. Yeah, you didn't walk out halfway through, <laughs> or it wasn't just as big of a train wreck that you can't put it down, yes. like the Resident Evil movies. Oh my god! <laughs> like the I. I unironically love the Resident Evil movies because they're so garbage. I think some of them aren't bad. (laughs) They're so bad. They're so awful. They're insane. Those movies drive me crazy. I don't blame you. Yes. But uh, I would love to see them do a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Oh, that'd be perfect. They would do motion so well. Mm -hmm. I would love to see Sonic deserves it. He's a fast-paced character. Right. Exactly. He's he gotta go fast. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, they have the like. They, they typically have like the humor and the attitude of that sort of thing as well. So yes. I would love to see them e- use Sonic. Even if they, if, even if it was just a carbon copy of Rise, I would appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, Because exactly. one thing that Rise does really well is they act like teenagers. Mm-hmm. They do really goofy stuff yeah. all the time. Yeah, they're idiots. They're total idiots. <laughs> they're idiots. You know, they're <laughs> lovable idiots. Mm-hmm. The and, whole series. And that that's, I think, is probably the most turnoff for most people for this. One. When mm-hmm. the first scene of the show in Ma- in Mystic Mayhem, they uh, there's this rooftop dealing going on yes. with like these crime bosses. There's like a briefcase, briefcase full of money, full of money and he's like, <laughs> like <laughs> there's clearly like some like stuff going on. Yeah. And then it cuts over to another rooftop where they're scoping it out and like you know they're yeah. doing the whole ninja thing and they're like doing a, all right uh, you know position five.
five, and like they call up April and like see if she's in position. Are you ready? And they zip line down, and like they right think they're like going into a thing, yep. like going into a battle, and they just zip line right past that rooftop <laughs> to the rooftop down the line where there's a pool to where they can cannonball into. And they just jump right and, on it, and they just cannonball into the pool because <laughs> they're not fighting crime at this nope. point. They don't. They haven't gotten to this point in this iteration of the show they're right just being goofy they're just being goofy they're having just fun. kids having fun they know ninjutsu yeah that they learned from their dad and you know and and they're just <laughs> hanging out with their butt april that's what's yes. happening and I, I like that setup because it's just sort of like we're gonna get to that like mm-hmm. you know it's like we're building to this and yes. then they go on a little mystical adventure and they introduce magic because like magic's never really been much of a no, thing. It, it's, like, that, it's, it's there. It's existed, but it's, it's never to this point. Yeah, it's never been the main focus of the show. It's yeah. always been ninjas and crime and stuff like that. And there's magic here and there. Mm-hmm. But you know, TMNT is a hodgepodge. You can throw anything into TMNT. Yeah. And it makes anything. sense. And it makes perfect sense. Like they like, you know, you have intergalactic uh tournament uh, fighting tournaments. Yes. You have mystical uh uh underground underground fight rings and yeah. stuff. Stuff like that. So there's all sorts of things. Like the the entire New York City is built on a base of yokai. Yes. That have another civilization mm-hmm. underneath New yeah. York. Yeah. And that's on a whole thing. Yeah. And they they don't they just kind of accept it. They don't yep. really are like amazed by all this magic stuff. Right. It's just another part of New York City. <laughs> another part of New York City that's that's underneath. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. And the the thing I think that turns most people off mm-hmm. is the fact that they changed up the personalities yes which is is understandable because the personalities of the turtles have always been consistent yeah for the most part uh, almost every time you if you take the teenage mutant ninja turtles mm-hmm. and you tell ask anyone on the street yep hey what is uh what's raf's personality oh he's gruff he's always angry he likes yep. to fight yep and then you could say that about every turtle mm-hmm. yeah they can pin it down to an exact science yeah and the only one of those that really keeps all of his personality is Mikey. Yes. I would say Mikey's the only one that keeps his whole personality as per. Because Mikey's pretty easy. Uh, yeah. He's, he's the party. He's the party, party guy. He's the party dude. Uh, he's a little more sensitive in this one. I will say that. Yes. Like he's like, you know, the Dr. Delicate touch stuff. I, but I, he's, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. But he's usually like the most like like empathetic out of yes. most out of most. I of will them, say that which, he's, he's a lot less openly impulsive in yes. this one yes because uh, i was re-watching the 2012 version mm-hmm. and i hate mikey in the 2012, <laughs> in the 2012 version, version he yeah. does nothing right <laughs> at all he only it's, ever messes stuff up you're not wrong uh yeah it's, i love him but yeah, I, hate, exactly. I hate him so much exactly yeah uh i just like greg sipes so you he's, know he's good. which yeah. i called that when they were doing the new show by the way oh really i was like greg sipes gonna play mikey of course I, before they ever said new series of team i was like greg sipes gonna play mikey uh, Kevin Michael Richardson is going to be Shredder. I said both of those. Yes. I was right on both counts. And they were perfect. <laughs> and they were perfect. perfect They're perfect in every way. Uh, get a big black dude to play the Japanese Shredder. That's of just course. High. That's what you got to do. Uh, he, <laughs> uh, he can play anyone. I, know, right? I don't care. Kevin Michael Richardson is really good. He at is a god. He, he's, he's great at everything he does. So. But uh, yes, they, they kept Mikey consistent. They kept Mikey consistent. Good. Yeah. Donnie. Oh, uh, I love I love Donnie. Donnie's great. Donnie has always been consistently my favorite character yes. throughout TMNT. Um, uh, except I like Raph, I think, most in the 2012 show. I actually think I like Raph Raph was most. cool. Raph was great, and I like Sean Astin. So. Yes. Uh, but Donnie is an arrogant nerd. He's it, such a jerk. He's such a... Well, that, that's the thing. He's like... They, they, they took the nerddom to the point to where, like, 
he's almost unempathetic. Like he doesn't understand empathy. Yeah. Like he's almost to the he, point where he's just, just like a robot. Yeah. He's just, he's basically a robot in every way. Uh, one of my favorite lines was just like, Donnie, can you hack? It's like, Donnie, can you hack into the, into the, <laughs> into the camera? Yes. Yeah, just let me open up my hack into the every, every camera in camera New York, New York app. app. I'm sorry if that sounded like sarcasm. It wasn't. I'm, I've got I, them. I'm actually in. <laughs> I'm sorry if that sounded like sarcasm. I'm in. <laughs> He's just, there was, like, there was one, uh, I saw one video that was like comparing all the Donnie's like yeah. all the, if you put all the Donnie's in the room, you're like, yeah. I'm the smart one. Yeah. I'm the smart one. I'm the smart one, but I'm in love with April. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's Don, there's the final Donnie who's yeah. like, I'm the smart one, and I'm better than all of you. <laughs> all of you, basically. Yes. Like, he just has this ego trip about him. Yes. That's great. He's I so love good. It. I love him. I love his ego, honestly. Yes. Like, that's oh, yeah. what Donnie needed. <laughs> yes. It's hilarious. Like, because again, he's always been like the, like, the most insecure of them, mm-hmm. and like they just switch that completely. Yes. Um, he's the most self reliant, which, yeah. One of my favorite things, uh, and I'm, another thing I know a lot of people don't like is like mm-hmm. they changed out the weapons yes like very first episode mm-hmm. the crew goes into this like uh dungeon and they their weapons have been destroyed yeah and they discover like oh there's a lo- there's a bunch of magic weapons right over there yep and like the rest of the team is just picking up these new magic weapons that yep. have abilities to them mm-hmm. and donnie just has a titanium bow staff that he built and he's yep. like no i'm good i'm good i'm holding I'm this <laughs> it's like, that's all i need it's good it, it's good stuff that ties in later to some stuff too yes. by the way in season two good um but yes uh uh it, 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 it's a lot of fun because they did switch up the weapons which again i was fine with like yeah. like we've seen nunchucks we've seen the size we've seen that stuff that's fine it, i would like to see new things mm-hmm. and but I understand people being being kind of put well, off by it, and like it's not like they changed up the weapons to a, to a, such a degree that they're very different. Right, tonfas are basically the same thing. Yeah, like, ton- well, I mean, tonfas are still like a defensive weapon, exactly, just like size, exactly. And then Leo still has a sword. Still has a sword. He That's, doesn't have two. <laughs> yeah, he just doesn't have two. That's yeah, the has, only problem. He has one big Hidachi instead of two katana. Like it's not. It like, works. It's not that different. But also, I like the powers they gave each one yeah. too, which we'll get into. Um. Leo is the big change too, because yes. Leo has always been the most studious, mm-hmm. the most uh, he's always been the most studious, the most um, uh, talented. That mm-hmm. is still true. He's still the most he's talented. He's still the most talented. He's still well. Okay, so he's always been the most dedicated in anything, mm-hmm. because there's always been a whole thing which I like that Mikey is actually the most talented. He's just mm-hmm. not dedicated. Yes. which I like that, but that's a little bit different from here. It is, but a little bit. The movie kind of touches on that, though, which is great. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the, there's parts where he's actually more talented than everybody else in certain ways, yes. which I loved. Uh, we'll we'll dive into that one, we'll too. Dive I, want, I want to just talk about the movie. Yeah, the m- movie will be its own. Yeah, yes. yeah. We'll do seasons one and two, and then we'll do the movie, yes. so for sure. So hopefully season two will come out soon this year, and then uh, that's what we, can, we can jam out. Because uh, I think that it might be no... Because I think it'll probably come around the same time as Dragon Prince. I would, I, I would I, assume so. I, I think it'll probably hit that, so... Because they need to they need to put it out, man. They Telling really you, need to. They need to do it. They should have done it before they put out the movie. That's that's <laughs> what I'm saying. They'll probably drop it suddenly and won't even announce it. But anyway, um, uh, Leo Leo is Leo has always been the most studious. Yes, and in this, he's arrogant. Yeah. He's very arrogant. He's very much like Raph from the original TV show. He, Cause, yes, because Raph was always just kind of sarcastic. That yeah. he was never like the he was never like belligerent or angry like he was mm-hmm. in the comics or anything like that. He, he eventually he, built up to be that character, but he, like yeah. originally Raph was just kind of like oh, yeah, he's snarky. He's yeah, snarky. He throws out little one liners and looks at the camera like yeah. that's that's that he's 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 you know he's he's a rude dude. He's a rude dude. You know, so like he's cool but rude. That's the whole yeah. gimmick that he was. But and that's kind of Leo because yeah. he's just sort of like you know like he's just really good at what he does. It and, also, 
I think it also plays into the fact that they've got Ben Schwartz mm-hmm. playing that character. Yes. And he like the last three animated characters he's played mm-hmm. have all been a little arrogant yep. and a little showy. They and, like to they love to show off. And blue. And blue. <laughs> They're all blue. He always plays blue he characters. He just loves playing blue characters. He loves blue characters. Sonic, Dewey, <laughs> <laughs> Leo. Leo. Uh I think his character on uh uh Bojack Horseman wears a blue shirt. Oh yeah, he totally does. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> he only plays blue characters. I don't get it, but whatever. Uh, he, he likes his blue. He likes his blue characters. Um, uh, and then there's Raph, who is the new leader yes. of the show, and that's what really put people off for some reason. I don't really know why. Yeah, I, it, I, I again, like it's it's always like his him saying he's the leader. Yeah, no one else really agrees with it. Right, but he just takes the role of leader. Exactly, and the whole reason is because he's the big brother. There yes. actually are different ages, different turtle types in this mm-hmm. too. I which love I that. Like, yeah, I like that a lot too. That was great. Uh, uh, Donnie's a soft shell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raph is a spike. Uh, he's a uh, snapping turtle. Snapping turtle. Uh, and Leo is a re- uh, he's a red eared red eared slider. And Mikey, I think, is box turtle. Box turtle. Yeah. Yep, you can box him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, and they, they don't really talk about it too much, other than. Uh, other than Donnie, who has yeah. a who has a he's always tech, had a, he's, he's a, a tech shell. He's always his, had a soft shell. Exactly, he's always had a soft shell. He's always and, delicate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he's got the the tech shell that he yes. wears, which is his backpack, which I love that element. Oh yeah, that's that's a, a clever interpretation too. A lot of fun. Um, yeah. But yeah, I do I do like uh, the changes towards Raph mm-hmm. um, because he he's not like an angry guy. No. He is. He's, he still has a big personality to yeah. him, but he's more of like a hype man. Yeah, he's he actually pro- he cheers on his brothers. He's a protective big bro. Like, yeah, that's his whole like gimmick. It's mm-hmm. just like he's gonna you know, he's got to protect the family. You know, he's you know that my, my favorite is when he sends Mikey on his first solo mission and he keeps calling. He's like, "Hey, buddy, you, you, you doing, doing all right? Okay? <laughs> is everything <laughs> we're, okay? We want to make sure." <laughs> he's just like freaking out about it. <laughs> it's cares. great. It's good stuff. Yeah, and actually, that kind of dives into a little bit of how much i like their interactions with each other yes because like this is this is a similar sibling relationship mm-hmm. where they're constantly supportive and caring towards each other <laughs> yeah, I know, right? they don't yeah. I, after watching the 2012 one yeah they bully each other constantly constantly in yeah. the show <laughs> yeah which is it makes fun. sense it, it makes, makes sense. sense for siblings yeah but I also like the uh, the new new relationship where it's like they're yeah. supportive and they just actually care for each other. Yeah, yeah. And they're a little competitive, but that's yeah. it. But they, and they still have that too, you know, because like there'll be episodes where like everybody's kind of ragging on somebody or whatever. Or yeah. uh, one of my another good ones when Donnie gives the gifts to all of them. Yeah. And it's basically like to improve <laughs> how you do stuff, and they're just like, does he think we're not good at any of this stuff? Like, it's just like I just love that. I think that's yeah. great. And it's just like oh, but it, but it all like comes out as like coming from a good place which yes. i thought was nice you know it's like they have genuine love for each other yes exactly but it's but it stays from being sappy that's the thing like yes. they keep it comedic they keep it mm-hmm. very like and you know they'll, they'll always undercut it with a good joke to where it doesn't become too sappy yes. until real emotion gets hit and then you you're really feeling it so <laughs> they, it's good stuff they always so. they always like have those snide comment towards each other of course too. of course uh we also get the first a new antagonist no mm-hmm. shredder to no start shredder. off with no Shredder to start off with. Uh, we get Baron Draxum. Yes. Uh, the uh, warring warrior scientist. Uh, uh, <laughs> like He's basically like an apothecary in, or, a, or, a, or an artificer yes. in D&D. That's what I would assume. Very, very much. Yeah, but yeah. he's like this demon guy with goat legs and a horned helmet that looks like Loki's, played by John Cena. Of course. Uh, and he's, I love it. Yeah, and he's like an alchemist and like changes stuff. And he, Every, yeah. every time I doubt 
a John Cena performance. Right. It always comes out on yes, top. It comes out on top. I, I enjoy it every time. John Cena is good at good as what he do. He does. He good at what he do. He is. Uh, it is funny to watch things like like when when like wrestling actors are like starting out with that mm-hmm. because for some reason wrestling actors just explode now. Oh yeah. Like it's just, I mean, they did back in the day too. Even, even Hogan had his day in the sun with his true. terrible movies did box office a lot. Uh, but, uh, uh, like you see him like doing these smaller roles like early on like mm-hmm. uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is like a bit part in Transformers Prime. Oh, I like, forgot about that. He, he was Cliff Jumper in the first episode, wow. and that was forever ago. I'm like, oh yeah, that was Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He's the most paid actor in Hollywood right now, <laughs> and he's on this piddly little role in Transformers Prime. Jesus. And that's how I feel about John Cena because John Cena is getting up there with his you mm-hmm. know with with his box offices and stuff, and like he was just this. Baron Draxum. He does not reprise the role in season two, though. Which I is think. a shame. It's a shame. But uh, when we get to season two, we'll talk about it. Um, but yeah, he, I guess, like scheduling conflicts, I assume, uh, uh, yeah. uh, made made it hard for him. He was probably working on um, Peacemaker yeah, at the time. Yeah. And the the other, the other thing about uh, uh, Draxum is that he actually created the turtles in this. Yes. Uh, he actually created them because uh, he's the one that's kind of mutating humanity because mm-hmm. he sees humanity as a threat. Yes, uh, he which, is. He's a member of the yokai, isn't he? Of the yokai, yeah. Yes. Of the undercity or whatever they call it. Yeah, uh, they have like this like uh, ancient legend of yeah. something coming in to destroy both the y- yokai and the humans yeah. or something like that. Yeah, pretty much all the earth, and he thinks it's humans. Like yes. he believes that humans are the the existential threat to their kind, but mm-hmm. it's not explicitly known that that's the case. Yes. So he takes it into himself to mutate all of humanity and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to, to be rather than destroy all of humanity <laughs> to mutate all of humanity so that they're all yokai. It's basically. a, it's a peaceful so, alternative. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so even the mutations are more mystic quote unquote yes. in this version. Wink. Uh, <laughs> it's like, like you watch the movie, so it's not a spoiler for you. But yes. season two gets into some stuff that's really cool, and I'm so mad they put out the movie. Before season two. <laughs> there is a scene in there is a scene in season two that's like oh, that just blows everything open, and it's just like oh, but it's so super quick that you can miss it, mm-hmm. like because they don't dwell on it, but you they show you something, mm-hmm. and you're like oh my god, that's what it's, they, it's crazy. They run in, they run a lot of things fast paced. Yeah, this. exactly. So yeah, I don't blame yeah. them. <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of fast pace. That's that's the thing is the pace of this show like. They'll go like some episodes that are filler, 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 and then they'll explain something very explicit very quickly. Yes, and then just like, drop it off to the side yeah, and move yeah, on to back to filler. Because uh, they don't ever explicitly say to the turtles that Splinter is Lujitsu. Yes, but they learn. Spoilers. But they learn. Yeah, spoilers. I guess so, <laughs> this is all spoilers here. But uh, uh, th- that's the big change is Splinter. By the way, yes. Which I liked. Splinter was the hardest one for me to get on board with. Cause oh, really? like, yeah, because Splinter has always been kind of presented the same way. He's mm-hmm. the dad. He's the person who taught them ninjutsu, taught them patience, taught them, mm-hmm. you know, how to how to live, how to survive in this, you know, this world where that would that would fear and hate them and blah blah blah. Yeah. And in this, he's just a fat old <laughs> like 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 goofball who just yep. like who doesn't remember their names nope. who de- like, he calls them by colors. by colors like i thought purple was the funny one like <laughs> oh my god like there it was, was oh there was one scene when he he's like on a he's on a run with a separate villain yeah just hanging out with him for no reason yep and then he's like the villain even calls him out was like Oh yeah, the red, blue, purple, and orange one. It's like, oh yeah, you know their names. <laughs> oh yeah, you know their names. Yeah, it's like so terrible. He's such a bad parent. He's awful. 
And like that's that turned me off a little bit because yeah. I'm just like, that's not my splinter. No. Come on. But yes. if you keep with the show, yes. there is character development with this character. You understand where his place is, what yes. happened to him, his relationship with the boys. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing, is like this is like the first time that like they really they do it a few times in the 2012, but they always call him Splinter. Yes. But in this, they call him Pop. They yeah. say dad. They say dad. That's who he is. <laughs> they they say dad. I, I like that. Yeah, I like that Raph just calls him Pop. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's like, it's it's like, yeah, like, why wouldn't they call him dad? Why like, not? That's, they would call him that. You know, it's like, it's like, I don't think there's anything out of the ordinary for that. It so. also, he also kind of feels more like a father figure. Like, in a, well, and with the 2012 version, mm-hmm. he, they call him like Sifu or Sifu, Master. Master, Sensei. Sensei, yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he takes on those roles yes. for them. Even the design is very, because he's very tall. He's taller than all of them. He's taller which than, is, which is the which first is time the first that's time ever happened. That's ever happened. And he's slender and tall mm-hmm. and in a kimono and like... He commands wherever he steps. Exactly, yeah. Uh, whereas this one, he just wants to watch TV. He just wants to watch TV. He's, he's going to show his kids his old movies <laughs> yeah. that he starred in. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'm going to show you, we're going to have snacks. And, and and that was like the weird thing because they started alluding to the idea that they were clones of Lujitsu. Yes. Stuff like that, and like, so he's not Hamato Yoshi, he's Lujitsu, yeah, and that was weird. But then you learn later that that is Hamato Yoshi, Uh, so yeah, that's a whole thing. So, but yes, uh, and and so Lujitsu is this uh Bruce Lee style 70s actor who uh did all these movies in you know in the 70s or the 80s, the late late 70s, early 80s. Uh, and they watch all their all of his movies, yeah. and they learn ninjutsu off he, of him. He's their number one hero without yeah. them actually knowing. Yes, it. and throughout the course of the series, they learn that Lujitsu is their dad, and they freak out. It's hilarious. Yes. Uh, and then they learn that Splinter is Lujitsu, <laughs> and he can actually teach them how to do ninjutsu. Yes. So it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, like, again, there's growth. They mm-hmm. they grow into these things. Yes. So it's 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 and it's also like built up in such a way that like. You, you as the audience will realize like certain things the turtles do, mm-hmm. and then they'll say like something a little cruel or backhanded towards Splinter, yeah, without ever realizing that, oh, they said that to their hero, right? Yeah, and are breaking his heart, exactly. Yeah, so there's a lot of good like moments like that and stuff, and and all the new characters are fun. Like the repo mantis Re- yes. repo mantis is great. I love the villains the in the vi- series. Hypno is great. Meat, Meat sweats. sweats is great. Uh, Meat sweats is great. Well, it's so funny. Cause like Meat sweats is literally just a Gordon Ramsay. Yes. He, he's a Gordon Ramsay. He's Gordon Ramsay, but a giant pig. Yeah. Who- Steals the energy of things of other things that he eats. Yeah, it's great. Uh, uh, Anchorman is great. Oh, Anchorman's phenomenal. Yeah, Anchorman's <laughs> awesome. Because played by uh, what's his name? We did um, uh, Varric from yes from uh, Korra. Big uh, personality. Yeah, great stuff. I absolutely love it. Uh, just there's lots of good stuff. Uh, 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 I forget his name. Reese Reese Darby plays uh, Hypno. Yes. He's been in all sorts of uh, Taika Waititi stuff. Oh, he's been uh, in everything. Yeah, uh, he, he's great. I, I, I love all the goofy characters in they, this. And, and what I was really like wondering is like if they were going to bring in any uh, previous villains mm-hmm. because it seems like they're doing a lot of unique things. Yeah. Uh, and I... Before going into this series, I don't know. I didn't know much about the turtles. Like I watched a few things here and there. Right. Um, so I'm kind of like been sitting back, waiting to see if like Bebop and Rocksteady make an appearance or something like that. Yep. And like, there's one episode where I see 
two punks who get tangled up in Draxum's tentacles. Yep. And then there's a rhino and a, uh, a warthog <laughs> yep. also caught up. And I was like, yep. oh, is it uh, going to happen? <laughs> and then they completely go past disregard it. Disregard it. <laughs> yep. Completely disregard it. Like, yeah, like, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, we're not going to have that, we're, man. We're not going to do this. <laughs> like, it's funny. Like that, it's, it's great. I love that. So. I do like the original villains. The villains are great. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I, I, I think if you're going to do TMNT, I think it's kind of like, like it, you should introduce new villains. The 2012 series did this too. Yeah. Uh, then they kind of went back and started doing the other ones. And that's when the show got kind of stale for me. Really? Yeah. When, when they were doing like, like when they had like uh, uh stink, uh, stink weed mm-hmm. and uh, oh, yeah. dog bite and stuff like the, these characters are like, okay, these are new New mutants that we get yeah. to introduce or at least and stuff new like that. Versions of old characters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dog Pound and stuff like that. But then they just like then they got Bebop and Rocksteady. They came in and they yeah. started doing like kind of the same gimmicks of of like these characters. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Obviously, you can have Shredder. Like Shredder's not. Shredder. Foot Clan is important. You can do different things with Shredder. Exactly. And that's what's the fun about them. Which they do in this. Yes. <laughs> like, I loved. I love this version of Shredder. The Foot Clan, uh, played by Rob Paulson, uh, the little guy played yes. by Rob Paulson, who's been in every TMNT except for love the Rob 2003 version. He was actually uh, the voice director for this. Yes, series. he was. He was the voice director for the whole series. Yep. Um, and he plays the uh, the the origami foot soldier uh, guy, <laughs> foot foot soldier. Yes. Uh, oh, also, uh, fun fact: uh, the other. The big guy that's maurice lamarche mm-hmm. so it's pinky in the brain as the, oh, as, the, as the two <laughs> foot soldiers yeah. familiar <laughs> yeah it's, it's pinky in the brain as the two uh uh voice uh, uh foot soldiers so that's i thought that was, so i thought that was great because that was that that I, I knew they did that on purpose i was like <laughs> that's maurice lamarche i know what this is i know what they're doing uh but yeah so uh, but the whole time they're collecting pieces of the armor yes. throughout the season, which I love because like you immediately know what they're doing. Yes. Like immediately when they find like the gauntlet, you're like, okay, that's, <laughs> it's like, that's like, part of they're Shredder. they're building Shredder. Yes. <laughs> it's like, and I love it. And they they have a great little foreshadowing of what mm-hmm. Shredder's gonna be and do and stuff. And oh man, they 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 build up to it beautifully. And... I love the Foot Clan in this, by the way. Yeah, like yeah, they they're... they do an amazing job at making them like semi-serious villains right they're like, like s- sort i do love the gimmick of them being like a like a like a job like it's yes. very corporate like all right so here's what we're gonna do you know, <laughs> like they have like pamphlets and stuff it's like you know like you, you, know. you get hired in after you get uh hired at a foot at a uh shoe store uh, yeah foot locker <laughs> foot locker <laughs> which are, it's like called foot something i can't remember but it's right. literally foot locker yeah and i think that that's that's cute that's adorable uh, but just the idea that it's like, oh yeah, we're in these pamphlets, you know, you'll know, you, uh, you'll rise up in these. Ra-. It's really silly the way they do yes. it. Cause it's all, it's like an MLM. Yes, because <laughs> they have the best new character, which is Foot Recruit. Foot Recruit is great. Foot Recruit is great. She has no name. She is just Foot Recruit, played by Zelda Williams. Yes. Uh, Foot Recruit is awesome. She's uh, the most passionate she's character. So into the Foot Clan. Yes. <laughs> like, Foot Clan. She has the most intense facial expressions. <laughs> I and it's Zelda Williams' best performance of anything. She's oh, ever absolutely. Because Zelda Williams, like I like her, I like I like her voice a mm-hmm. lot. She doesn't really do a whole lot of like expansion outside most of her roles no because kuvira was just her yeah. you know there was a few like video game stuff and it was just her again yeah. it's like this is her performance character yes. she gets it all she out in this one belts herself. she gets it so good in this i love love foot recruit she's my favorite character of the whole series the way like the the 
the expressions they give her yes. are the best. Like <laughs> it's like she has the best like little sneaky smiles and stuff. <laughs> like I love all of it. It's good stuff. She's like a little evil, She's a little but evil. you love her. Yeah, you love her anyway. And it's like she she advances too as the seasons go along. Mm-hmm. She has a great story arc. I she even love. like teams up with Draxum at one point. Yes, and like they become friends. Yes, they become like <laughs> little, they become friends basically because oh man, it's it, it's like because they're trying to take over the Foot Clan, right? Uh, and yeah, it, even it's even Draxum becomes a member of the Foot Clan yes, too, which is hilarious. It's great. That's where you get all like the office <laughs> stuff, and then his two shoulder minions outrank him in yes. the Foot Clan. Like, How do you outrank me? It's like, well, we kind of did this. Da, da, da. It's like this is ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, it's like, can't get. You can't get upgraded. I don't understand. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's so funny. Uh, all the paperwork and stuff. It, right. It's great stuff. I, I, I love this. Uh, I, I love this show. And I love those characters. And the story just advances so well. Big Mama is a great new character. Big Mama's great. Big Mama's yes. great. I love the way she talks. <laughs> like she uses nonsense words. Oh yes, like, like <laughs> my snooty doodles. And it's like, like that's not a word. No, like, but... I have my hipty bops over here. And it's like that's <laughs> no one says that. Like it's ridiculous. She's uh, perfect. But I love her spider form. It's a lot yes. of fun. Her she's, spider form. She's a, a really fun. cool big bad. Yeah, too. she's a lot of fun. Like like she's very charming. She's treated like other than like the shredder armor yes. that's being built. Like she's treated like kind of like the big bad through the season. Oh like, yeah, because she's always like. Kind of in the background doing stuff, and she has she has every yokai like in her pocket some way or another. Yeah, yeah, she's like the underworld like. Uh, 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 she's kind of a kingpin. Yeah, bit of a kingpin. Yeah, she's basically the kingpin, and like you know, she Kimura all the stuff that we taught that that we reach before we get to season two about what she is and what she's done. So I, I can't remember all she the stuff. Does, I know she runs the uh, being someone who's only watched season one. Yeah, I know she runs the entire. Uh, underground fight ring yeah the night the battle nexus the okay battle nexus. i was wondering she if we run, got to that part she runs yeah. the battle yes. nexus yes. and she also was absolutely in love with lujitsu lujitsu okay they, i was wondering if they, they mentioned that yes. i was wondering if they mentioned that this season or not or if that comes in next season yes. so yeah then they incorporate that much more next season too okay but, good but they do mention that she like had a crush on lujitsu uh but you know like there she has a fighting tournament that she has to go yes. to and they even like and they even like try to bring him back because mm-hmm. once once the turtles discover like his identity and everything yeah um is it it's either i think it's donnie and mikey yeah who take him into a demolition derby yes at the battle nexus yes and <laughs> like he, they're like reintroducing him as like oh the long the long lost champion of the battle nexus yeah Lu jitsu but now in rat form yeah. Yeah. And he's like shut up don't say that we don't need to talk about that we don't need to talk about that it's fine yes <laughs> like and then you know it, 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 it continues on into yeah. shenanigans and sue it's good stuff yes. it's good stuff and they oh man uh, um what, what else about that i was gonna say i forget what i was gonna mention uh about the battle nexus and all of her stuff that might be season two though so i won't mention it that's so, fair <laughs> i won't mention it i don't know if it goes into season i'm blurring the lines as to what people know <laughs> at this at this point uh, but I did love the idea of them collecting the Shredder armor throughout because yes. we're going to build up to Shredder, obviously. you got to build up to Shredder. Shredder's obviously going to be the main villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, they, they only touch on it like every now and then. And my favorite thing is you see 
Master Splinter's teapot. Yes. From episode one. Yep. Like you, you're like that's him. a gnarly looking teapot. It's a gnarly looking teapot, and that turns out to be the head of oh, Shredder. the Shredder. You mean old Scully? <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's so silly. He doesn't even register. <laughs> I know it's so funny. It's like oh my old God. Scully. Old Scully. <laughs> oh man. Uh, that was I, your first clue, old man. You yep. you were made to protect all of this, and you failed. Yep, <laughs> so bad. That's the funny part. I do love. Oh god, when he calls in the Hamato Yoshi, the or the the Hamato clan to yes. help him out or whatever, and it's just like like. Oh, it's, it's, like, it's like, yeah, so I didn't train my sons, and uh, they're probably going to build the armor, so maybe we could uh, speed it up. There's like, huh, way to let us in on the last minute. <laughs> it's like, like, they're all just like, they're like, really, dude? Like, you know. Family disappointment, <laughs> yeah, ultimate. Like, Come on, bro. Uh, but that was a great gimmick, that that final episode. I don't know if you want to cover any episodes specifically, actually. Because uh, um, I, mean... I love I love Lujitsu the game. I love that one because that's, yes. uh, that's the first introduction of Foot Recruit. But it's also Mikey taking his first solo mission. So you have these like two solo mission uh, characters, like kind of like fighting it out for this video game, and yes. it's it, it's a lot of fun. I, I I absolutely love that episode. It's one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, yes, hot soup the game was hot really soup good. the game. Love it. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the the bull uh, the the bull a fun character too because uh, he's a bellhop, but he turns into a minotaur. Yes, I love the bull hop. <laughs> uh, the whole episode where he is. He's infiltrating uh, Big Mama's <laughs> yeah. hotel, yes. and he he wasn't sent by the turtles. He's just doing this out of his own will. Doing it, <laughs> but he's so bad at it. Yep. He 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 constantly puts his finger up to his ear, despite the fact that there's no device in there. There's no radio. <laughs> Do, Donnie Donnie apparently tricked him into thinking that if you put your finger up to your ear, you can talk to anyone can, in the world. You can talk to anyone in the world. <laughs> Oh, bull hop. And he's he's just a bull and a china chop, and that's his whole joke. It's his whole game. That's it. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. Um, I do like the episode when uh, Splinter actually teaches them how mm-hmm. to be stealthy. Yeah. So he sends them on a mission. I want you to retrieve uh, uh, Big Mama's dog's dog tag. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they have to go and do that. Yeah. And like th- he sends them on their mission. Three days later, he doesn't hear from them at all. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so good. Yes. And by the end of the episode, they've incorporated every lesson that he's learned. That's and it true. Was beautifully done. It's true. It's true. Oh, man. It, 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 it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm trying to think of like where, where it, uh, the, if there's any in-between episodes to cover before the finale, because the finale has a lot of good finale stuff to it. Phenomenal. Yeah, the finale has a lot of good stuff. The purple jacket is good. Of course. The purple jacket is good. Oh, you purple the, jacket's good. Because you, pur- you got the purple dragons introduced as this tech group this this uh group of uh hackers and like uh stuff like that yes to tie it more into donnie that sort of thing uh which i like give him some antagonists exactly because he he wanted the silken he wanted the silk uh uh jacket he wanted the yeah silk he, he deserves a silk jacket <laughs> like i gotta I'll, say april o'neill yeah. is amazing yes throughout this entire series april is the best april this is the best april 100 percent hands down uh, she can't hold down a job. Nope. Uh, she is con- <laughs> she is constantly like like at odds with all the crazy stuff going on. But she jumps into it like, oh, yeah. every time. She, she <laughs> is ready for all she, of this all the time. She will back. Th- th- there's a great there, there's a great there's a great scene in episode one that that sums up their relationship perfectly. Is when rat is when they're she's got the little mystic dog or whatever, and the two yes. mystic guys come up to her and it's like it's like, are oh, you thinking you step to our friend? And he jumps in front of her and he's like, yeah, if you step to my friend for stepping to me, then you go. 
how to step to me. <laughs> so, you know, she backs her friends. That's, yes. that, that's, she's, yeah. she's always there for her friends. Yeah. No she, matter if she can actually do it or not. <laughs> <laughs> which most of the time she can't. She can't, uh, which they go into, actually. Yes. So uh, they go into that even more in, uh, in season two. Oh, wonderful. Great stuff in season two with her. Uh, yeah, lots of good stuff. Um, you know, we'll, we'll get into season two and how it was rushed, sadly. Oh, yeah. Uh, the end of it was rushed, but they, they did, they were able to finish off the series, luckily, uh, mm-hmm. but they had to turn an entire season's worth of content into four episodes. So <laughs> oh, it's like a, a full half season of content into four episodes. Oh, that's horrible. But they do a good job of, of pacing it. It actually works out pretty good. Um, and uh, I would have loved it if they got to do full episodes of, mm-hmm. uh, and build this whole thing because there's a whole new character that's introduced that's great oh, it's so, oh really yeah it's good stuff oh okay and, yeah and like you don't even they don't even introduce that character in the movie that's not even the movie really? whole a whole bunch of other stuff wow super, okay I missed out on that super cool stuff the last four episodes of this series are phenomenal like they are just the best like as good as the movie was yeah. like the finale of this show is just Honest, honestly, the first season finale was really well done. Yeah. Uh, the build up to it was great because the whole time they're just they're mm-hmm. trying to collect the uh, parts of Shredder. Yep. Um, and then they're slowly like putting them together, and then it gets to one point in the series, and they, all that's left is just to get old Scully. Yep. Get old Scully. And that's all they need. And that's all they need. Uh, but yeah, I love the train episode where they're infiltrating the train. Yes. So uh, <laughs> insane, insane in the mama train. Yes. Is great mm-hmm. because they finally like have to crack down and become serious. Yep. And they all like, they completely shed, uh, their own like unique attire. Yep. And they adopt their original all the, red, all red, bandanas. all red bandanas, all red bandanas. Was great. That's a good homage to the original comics. Yep, they got the the, the black uniforms with the Hamato clan yes. symbol on it, which is a pizza and a turtle. I, I love. I love that. <laughs> like, I kind of want to get that as a tattoo, know, yeah. just because it's cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know when they first did that because that was also in the 2012 series where they did the little thing because mm-hmm. it looks like both a turtle and a pizza. And a Japanese emblem, so yes. it's like that's clever. That's like, that's well, that's good, just good design work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the Hamato clan symbol is pretty available pretty much anywhere now, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, you can get it on a on a, on a shirt uh, pretty easily. But um, it's got little different variations here and there. But I yeah. do, I just do love the fact that it looks like a pizza and a flower and a <laughs> like and, a, and turtle. a turtle and a turtle. It's all perfect. So the Hamato clan, uh, they Wh- get... whoever designed those knew what they were doing. Yes, um, yeah. The, the 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 fact that they get to put on their old things and and that becomes a mistake, obviously, because yes. like that that you obviously need to have your individuality and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's a funny bit because like you know like they actually they mess up like really badly and they <laughs> disappoint Splinter and that's when they decide they need to buckle down and become like and get true serious ninjas and get serious. And, uh, that doesn't end up working out. So, yeah. although, <laughs> so, although it does lead to a lot of interesting, uh, like action sequences. Yes. Cause like hundred percent, you, you never see them that coordinated throughout yes. the entire series. Yes. And then like different parts will happen mm-hmm. right after they become serious and like, Oh, they actually could, do yeah. anything if they wanted to. Yeah. My favorite was when they learned that they could speak to each other without speaking. And, like, yeah. and, and so like they're like they're like planning stuff out. And April's like, is anyone gonna say anything? Like what's nope. like what, what are we happening? doing? What are we doing? What's going on? What's the plan? What's the plan? <laughs> what's the plan? Uh good stuff. Yes. Um but yeah. Uh that finale is a lot of fun. Uh you know, you have the whole 
uh, obviously they get the they get the the they get Shredder built, yes. obviously. But then it takes over Draxum because like yes. that the was, armor has to have someone has to have someone to drain the energy of in mm-hmm. order the the mystic energy. And the Foot Clan was playing Draxum the whole time, which I liked. Yes. So you know they weren't just like idiotically going along with the idea that okay he's in charge now. They were like. Yeah, just let him be in charge. Let, Who cares? let him be in charge. Yeah, we'll like, let him like, be the sucker he, for this. He he didn't read the pamphlet. He doesn't know. This. <laughs> so, it's like, so he gets sucked in by the by the armor. Which, and, by like, the way, just, that whole scene yeah. was just a little gruesome. Yep. Because <laughs> we don't we see we see like mutations and like they're they're kind of like comical mm-hmm. or and cartoonish. Yeah. Uh, when the armor is just like taking over Draxum's body, it's mm-hmm. it's just vicious at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It's brutal. So uh, it, it, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I forgot. Does it end with the armor? It ends on a cliffhanger, correct? Y- yes. Yes. Kind of. Uh, the yeah. so it ends with the fight in the baseball stadium. Yes, uh, that's right. The team has to coordinate their own forces against Draxum in the in armor. the armor. While Draxum is fighting the armor. Yes, and there's a weak point in the armor. Yes. Which is hilarious because <laughs> the turtles caused kids. it. <laughs> From when they were kids and they were playing football, they broke old Scully. <laughs> like, yep. They, and they pieced them together. They pieced them together. Except for one spot. Except for one spot that they used a Lujitsu <laughs> figure to put in the back of it. And he's like, and then it's like, so that's why my tea always tastes of plastic. <laughs> it's great. Oh, it's uh, perfect. <laughs> uh, but but uh, yeah, they, they ended up defeating the armor. Yeah. Um, but. Only temporarily. Yeah, because he he absorbed all the amount of from Draxon that he needed, and yeah. it started to manifest itself. That's how it ended. Yeah. Yes. And that was the cliffhanger ending. So, yeah. So I don't know what happened. You don't know what happens after that. I don't know. It's a really good freaking fight scene. <laughs> let me uh, tell you. Let me tell you. If it's anything like the hap- what mm. happened at the baseball stadium, then yes. Dude, the fight scenes in season two are so insane. Like I'm you, sure you haven't even touched like the what they can do. Battle Nexus New York is one of my favorite sequences of all time. Battle Nexus New York is one of my favorite animated sequences ever. The last five minutes of that episode are just stunning to look at. Wow. Not joking. All I, right. I'm not exaggerating. It's so good. <laughs> like, I will. I'm going to find a way to watch this <laughs> it's now. It's so good. Like, I love it. Um, and, uh, and just, and again, like the, the last episode is amazing mm-hmm. like the last episode entirely is almost a fight scene and oh it's, and it's yeah just I, amazing of course i've seen that yes just because yeah it's hard to it, miss it's hard to miss that that was played everywhere because Every, everyone everyone hates rise until they see that fight scene i know and right and they're like all right let's all right. give it a shot <laughs> let's watch it and i see some people being like well i mean it's still just kind of unbelievable they just like shut up Sure. They're, 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 they're mutant turtles. Let them have magic powers. <laughs> yeah, Who like, cares? Yeah. I love the magic powers, by the uh, way. Yeah. That was a great addition. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's not like they're not OP, yeah. but like it gives them and, enough of an edge. And they build up to it. Like yeah. th- that's a good bit too that happens in this is they're learning to use their magic powers throughout mm-hmm. the season. Uh, there is one scene that comes up later in season two in which Raph first is able to manifest his full bodied, you know, like where, oh, he, yeah, where yeah. he does that. It's when they're falling out of Big Mama's hotel and he jumps out and he goes that, full body and that like actually happens him. in season one that's what i mean yeah yes. that's what I mean. but they they explain that further in season two okay. which is cool but yeah he's able to use it at that point that's the first time they're able to fully use their powers mm-hmm. uh because like leo's always got like you know he tries to cut but my favorite is when he tries to cut through draxum and nothing happens and he's like it's not cutting <laughs> but he cuts a portal open and he's able to use it as portals which is great yes. i love the portal oh I the portal love is perfect the portal for him. thing yeah 
so fun. And the way they use that, they do some portal stuff in season two as well. There's one camera shot that's really good mm-hmm. where they where he opens up a portal and walks through it, and it's like, oh, it's so good because it's like <laughs> it's like over the shoulder camera with him. Yeah, it's such a good scene. Like, ah, they do such good stuff in this show. Like when they when they're challenged to do something like like crazy, they step it up. I yeah. love. Love Flying Bark. I love how they do this stuff. They're so good. <laughs> Let's get more Flying Bark. More Flying Bark stuff, man. I want to see them do more things. Do a Sonic cartoon. I know there's another... Do a Sonic cartoon. There's a Sonic cartoon coming out, so... Whatever. Oh, is there really? Yeah, it's coming oh. out to Netflix. I think it's CG animated, or it's like a mixture of CG, but, you know, whatever. Um, of course. It looks interesting. I, I the, 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 the still frame looks good, but uh, I haven't seen any animation from it. But if if Flying Bark did it, I'd watch it in a second. Just like because just like, I think they would do a phenomenal job. That'd be one of the best seconds of your life. Just just for anybody who doubts, they had, just watch the TMNT opener or the Lego Lego Monkey Kid opener. Yes, and you would you'll understand what I mean when I say Sonic would be perfect for this. The way they do the warp vision, like it's very red line. Mm-hmm. The way like you know like things are stretched backwards. Oh yeah. So you're looking like a fish eyed lens almost, to where like their warp to a vanishing point almost mm. to the back it's mm-hmm. so cool the way they do they those, they you know? love to play with those yeah. too and they'll it, they'll exaggerate everything just to make a point they're the most trigger animation studio that's not trigger oh absolutely <laughs> like 100 percent down like, i would love to see them do i thought more. it was trigger when i first started watching right it. Just, i know just because there's so much and they have so many homages to mm-hmm. gynax and trigger and stuff like well, that they also like, just are and it's very obvious that they're anime fans yes. because everything the turtles are doing yeah. is like either an anime reference or yeah. not exactly yeah and and that's the thing is just like they they get good writers for this stuff too to where it's not just derivative of other things you know mm-hmm. like you like yes it's a derivative show because it's a TMT show obviously yeah, it's derivative but you know but it's they're the 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 experiences they put on the characters and the locales mm-hmm. and things like that they're so they're different enough to where this one really shines yes. and i wish people would kind of like because like i like watching like updated versions of things that i've enjoyed before yeah. i've seen them at the farmhouse way too many times <laughs> it's happened in the comics it happened in the movie i don't have happened in the movie oh yeah yeah the farmhouse is in the movie yeah the, the very really? first yeah the very first movie they that when raf gets injured they go to the farmhouse oh i forgot about that yeah they go I to the farmhouse movie yeah and it's a big important part of the comic so that's fine yeah, i get that that's they, okay they do it in the 2003 show then they do it in the 2012 show they they go to the farmhouse all the time <laughs> i don't need to see the farmhouse storyline nope. There's no farmhouse in Rise. <laughs> like, nope. No goodness. farmhouse in Rise. There's a there's a scene that's similar where they don't go to a farmhouse. It it gets it gets crazy in season two, um, but uh, yeah. But again, like it, explore things, do things that are new. Take yes. some take some uh, take some risks with the old material. Exactly. Like, like like put them in new scenarios. If you're rebooting the show, do something different with it. Make it yes. and you know, keep keep the core of it. They're a family. That's that's the basically the core of Team and T. Yep. They're brothers. That's that's as the, long as they're the, teenage mutant ninja turtles. Yes. That's all you need. That's all you need. They're the mad dogs. <laughs> they're the mad dogs. Mad dogs. I love the fact that he says that all the yes. time. And I love Raph. Raph is great. Raph is great. He's awesome. I love everybody in this show. I think they're a lot of fun. Um, I, even Splinter grows on you. Yeah. Uh, it's my favorite April. It, it's weird how much heart Splinter has throughout yes. that series. Yep. And I was not expecting it. Yeah. Yeah. Because like. They, he he kind you kind of like love him just for like the buffoon he kind of is. Yes. And then and then he actually like has reasons for what he's doing. You're like, yep. oh, "Oh no." Yep. <laughs> he he was the only one that was a hashtag not my. That's like the only yes. one that I was like, "Eh, not feeling him." 
but then he, you you start to understand this character and what mm-hmm. he, and what what he went through and what happened and and how he came to this point. Yeah. And you know, it like he's he's kind of a broken guy. You know, it's like and they explore that even more in season two. It's so okay. good in season two, so good in season two. I can't wait till we talk to talk about that. So hopefully Netflix, you put up season two of Rise. Put it up. And we can talk about it here on this podcast, and then we can talk about the movie after that. So, uh, yeah. But I think I've covered everything I need to cover. Is there anything else that we need to cover on this one? That's all I have. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. Uh, I love me some turtles. Love me some turtles. I love being a turtle. I love being a turtle. That's a line from the thing, from one of them. The movie, the cartoon, one of them. Can't remember. Probably a few of them. Probably all of them. Yeah, probably a lot of them. (laughs) Uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's call it here, Jay. Thank you for being on. Always a pleasure. It's a pleasure to have you always. This has been the Animation Destination Podcast. You can check us out at animationdestination.com, destinationcomics.com slash DNN. You can check us out on Facebook and Instagram. We'll be back. Cowabunga. Cowabunga next week. Stay tuned. for listening, DNN.